And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's the event you've all been waiting for. The motherfucking Thunderdumps. Welcome to Thunderdumps, dudes, where we take today's pop culture, grind them up, add a little couple personal stories, and keep it weird for you. This is Eric. And this is Andrew. Yeah. Uh, What's going I'm, on? I'm, I'm, actually, I'm actually kind of happy. I, I for a while I didn't actually think we would get to do this podcast this week. Um, uh, I have my like work Christmas party on Friday night. May have oh, drank yes. a little bit too much. <laughs> I love work Christmas parties. The more awkward, the better. Yeah, and I've so, had some fucking awkward ones. <laughs> so like I woke up on like Saturday and I just my voice was so raw I couldn't like function at all. So I was like shit. I was like, I gotta like recover, but I think I actually got saved mm. the night before because like if you like go out and, uh, to like work Christmas parties and you party and you drink a lot of alcohol and you make the mistake of not drinking water or eating before you go to bed, ah, you, you you're in like really bad shape, you know. But we, um, you know, we left like the venue and went back to our office to c- keep the party going, you know. Yeah. And uh, everyone's like, oh, shit, so hungry, so hungry, you know. And then there was, like, he was like Jesus walking into the place. He Mm. came walking in with a big bag of McDonald's. Yeah. And he had went into the place and he had, like, asked for, like, 50 cheeseburgers. (laughs) (laughs) And he mostly just, like, went to the counter and said, "Uh, 50 cheeseburgers, please. And the the, the, the workers must have been like, do you mean five? No. Mm. 50 please <laughs> so i like stuff my face with cheeseburgers so i think glory to the cheeseburger for saving my voice for this podcast i think dude the happiest i've ever seen my sister in her entire life <laughs> was was not at her wedding no nope. was at your wedding yeah. afterwards <laughs> on the way back when all of us drunkies squeezed into a van and we stopped past a mcdonald's and yeah. we just all were like oh my god it was like one in the morning and we got all this food and just threw it into the van. And just, it's like dark. We're all riding. You know, a couple of us are trying to throw up. And, and Leah and our sister Leah is like, this McDonald's is fucking amazing. Best McDonald's ever. <laughs> she sounded like Sasquatch as she said it. She was like, this is fucking incredible. Yeah. Was oh, just like, man. She may have had like four nuggets in her mouth as she said it. And I was just <laughs> dying laughing. So I like instantly didn't have to throw up anymore. Like for some reason, it was just like at the end of your wedding, Finland McDonald's just tasted like <laughs> the food of the gods. Well, it, the funny thing is, so uh, the general taste of it is actually better here than American fast foods. Yeah, and it's the same for Burger King. Like, it's still fucking disgusting fast food, so it's not that great. But um, yeah, the, the the quality of the Finnish fast food is somewhat better than the U.S. So oh, I, I can I can understand a little bit, but not that excited about it. <laughs> oh, it was hilarious! How excited I was, and she almost fucking killed. Her husband over like the the fries that fall into the bag that are <laughs> oh, like, you know, leftover bag fries. Yeah, and she was like, "Give me those fries, <laughs> like my precious kind of thing." It was so funny, but she just she just fucking ate the McDonald's, was so happy, and then was like snoring five minutes later. Oh man! So one day we're gonna have to devote an entire podcast to some Finland stories. Oh, there, there was some pretty mess up ones. Eh? Right. Like, we don't need to exactly say what they were ex- uh, in favor of, depending on your personal life privacy. Oh, I, I, don't, I don't give a shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you should definitely at least, we should go over that, that night, uh, yeah. maybe next episode or something, because we're, we we're booked today. Yeah, for sure. All sorts of shit. But yeah, we should definitely talk about yeah. uh, that night of partying, because I miss it. <laughs> yeah, it was great. But let, let's actually get into the good stuff. Yeah. So what do you got for us this week? Well, my main topic later in the in the episode is I'm going to do a look back, a year in perspective of The Force Awakens. It's been a year since The Force Awakens came out. Has and it awoken? So I'm going to give you a, a real review. You nice. know, obviously, right. this was my review when it came out. Yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. <laughs> you know, but uh, <laughs> it's been a year. And so, you know, it's always good to look back afterwards. It's kind of like when I watch summer movie season. Sometimes you can convince yourself that something that, is decent. Yeah. That yeah, like oh, oh, you know, a, a day after you watched it you're like, yeah, Suicide Squad was good. Yeah. And now you look back and you're like, holy shit, man, that movie had so many problems. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and like, man, they were funny talking to each other, yeah. but the, that was the worst plot of <laughs> all time. Yeah, it was fucking terrible. Save Amanda Waller 
and also save the world from the monster that Amanda Waller created. Yeah. That she created in order to have a team that would save the world yep. from other mon. What? Fuck it. But <laughs> but Waller takes priority. Fuck the world. She comes first. And she caused the problem. Yeah. She created yeah. the monster. <sighs> anyway, anyways, this is about, we'll talk about Force Awakens later. But first of all, did you see the second trailer? I don't know. The first one was a teaser, so I guess yeah, this one is the that first. doesn't count. Yeah, I, oh. I I genuinely don't care for like teaser trailers anymore because they don't do much. This was the first official trailer to me for Guardians of the Galaxy yes. two, and it was two. awesome. It's funny because they still. That's why I was I wasn't sure if it was a teaser or not because. I have no idea what, what the movie's about. Yeah, it's it just seems to be him versus everything. But it's like, I, I didn't even care. It's like sometimes people say that trailers these days give away the whole movie. They do. And, and this one, this one didn't give away shit. Yeah. It was just funny. There was action and funniness. And I saw enough that I was like, yep, I miss these guys. I can't wait to go see this again. I agree. And it didn't give away the whole movie. I mean, clearly the whole universe is battling them or something. But and like, it's not one of those ones as well where it shows in the trailer and like when you watch this you go that's not their best jokes you know that they haven't wasted good stuff on the trailer you know there's going to be so many more better jokes um but the jokes are still good in the trailer but you Mm -hmm. know that they haven't just give away like their best stuff like some movies actually do in the trailers no it was good i saw that and i was like oh yes guardians come fill the void in my life that i didn't even realize i needed filling yeah (laughs) And like, uh, <laughs> like it's funny because like uh, Drax, mm-hmm. Drax for me actually was the most amusing part of the entire trailer. Oh, he was. Fun. Although there were so many like great moments, like it was it was at the end of the trailer when the the one like hot alien chick, yeah. reads his thoughts, mm-hmm. or reads like Star Lord's thoughts, and she's like, "You have sexual tendencies." towards yeah. her and Drax like loses his shit he's like oh my god your darkest secret do me do me you know yeah. and I was like nice he's not so only funny. was that hilarious but it's like let's not forget Drax is Batista the WWE wrestler yeah. who I thought was <laughs> incapable of acting so but that's, I think that's really why it job. works because yeah. he's just so dumb Mm-hmm. But it's perfect. So yeah. So I was like, "Wow, Batista, good job, good on you, buddy." The little dialogue between Rocket and Star Lord with Baby Groot was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And now here for ba- so clearly it's just going to be Baby Groot in this movie. Yeah. Seems um, so. Did they did they still need Vin Diesel? Like, did they take his voice and just modulate it to make Maybe. it squeaky? Maybe. Or did they just get some girl to do it? I don't know. That's uh, it's, uh, I mean, you you would expect that he maybe signed a multi. You know, movie contract, maybe. So it could be. I mean, or did they just bring him in two years ago for one hour of studio work, have him say, I am Groot in 50 different ways, and said, we're good. Yeah. We can now use this. He actually, um, what a lot of people don't know as well, he's, he actually done the I am Groot for a lot of all the different uh, international versions. So he oh, actually, really? yeah, he done it for the Chinese version, done it for the uh, Russian version, French version. Like he recorded all these different I am Groots in the different languages. So in so in Spain, he's like, me amo Groot. Yeah, and for French, <laughs> it's like, je suis Groot, you know. Like, uh, I can't remember what talk show he was on. It was probably like Jimmy Kimmel or something, or not Jimmy Kimmel, whatever the other fucking guy is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he talks about it and he recorded like 12 different languages. So he hmm. probably does have a good backlog of I am Groots. Yeah. Oh, well, good for him, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's it's on IMDb for Volume 2 that he is Groot. Okay. So they must have just changed That's it. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I'm excited because that is a superhero movie that you can, like I said, you can, it's one of those ones you can write the review now. It oh, was good. I had fun. My wife liked it too. Can't wait to see it again. Boom. Already already written. You know it's going to be good. I agree. So you could write the, the Ghostbusters reboot movie review ahead of time, and you could write the Guardians 2 review ahead yep. of time. You know you know it's going to be good. There's, yep. there's no question about it. Of course. So what do you got? Yeah. Um, so I'm going to start off. Um, we'll actually talk. Of, I know that you, you want to talk about a video game trailer, so I'll see if some video game announcement stuff. And I'll do actually a quick review. For uh, Final Fantasy XV actually came out last week. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a fucking fantastic game. It, really? I, yeah. 
I was actually surprised by it. Um, like I expected. It all to... I all I have to go on it is that is the review that Conan O'Brien gave. Oh yeah. Well, that was a Conan little crushed that game. It was hilarious. Yeah, that was a that was. I mean, if you're a Final Fantasy fan, yes, you're going to get a lot more enjoyment uh, out of it. And okay. it is. It's very. Look, I know that you'll like it because of how Red Dead Redemption works. That there's all these side quests, and you can go off and do what you want and stuff like that. You know, you're not limited to having to do story kind of stuff. You know. Mm, okay. And uh, things like the giant turtle needing seventy-two hours to do, not accurate at all. Oh, um, I was about to say, I'm like, that's just stupid, man. Yeah, um, it, it takes about if you get to like a respectable level in gear, like fifty minutes or something. Okay. Um, like, but uh, an hour on average. Um, you know, but yeah, it's great. Like the stories, it, I genuinely think this is uh, the best one in quite some time since nice. back in the original uh, Final Fantasies. Um, graphics are great. The 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 story is you know pretty solid. Music is fantastic, and another great thing about it as well is that you have a car that you can drive around in. Mm-hmm. But at certain uh, shops around the game, you can buy soundtracks. So you have like the Final Fantasy seven, eight, nine, ten, like all the classics, even one, two, through six. All the soundtracks are there, so you can literally listen to whatever music you want from any of the Final Fantasy games. All I want to do, all I want is the Sephiroth music. Yeah. So I can there. play it in the bedroom and, and be like, yo, my dick is named Sephiroth. And just be like, <laughs> oh, dee, oh, do, do, dee, oh, oh, Sephiroth. Oh, <laughs> just walking, so like, glistening. Like, oh, my God. Here comes Sephiroth. Oh, that, that would be great. Yes. But, yeah, I mean, fantastic game. I put in about uh, 55 hours. Yeah. so far into it you know and i've always said that if i get um one hour per euro that i paid or like one hour per dollar mm-hmm. that i paid so if i buy like a 60 dollar game and i get 60 hours out of it i'm genuinely happy with that you know yeah, that makes sense so um and you know so and i i finished the, the main story like i said it was great um a lot of like a ton of side stuff still to do and there's like more and there's a vr mission and stuff so yeah Great game. You will enjoy it more if you are a Final Fantasy fan, but it is designed for people that don't really play Final Fantasy as well. So, recommended. I would say if you're not a Final Fantasy fan, wait for it to drop in price, catch it in a sale for like maybe 20 bucks, and it's perfect. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, yeah. Props. Well, here was the uh, one of the big trailers I saw yesterday. Marvel vs. Capcom. I think they're calling it Infinity. Uh, Infinite. I think. Infinite. Whoops, sorry. I think it's uh, infinite. <laughs> sorry, I wasn't paying too much attention. Um, Marvel vs. Capcom. I've never cared to purchase a home version of the game, but I do like playing it at the arcade. Yeah. And Marvel vs. Capcom at the arcade is cool. It doesn't interest me enough to ever own it. Um, I saw the preview. If you, It's one of those things probably, like you said, Final Fantasy. If you lo- like Marvel vs. Capcom, you're probably like, yeah, baby, yeah. 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 Um, Obviously, Cap- they're pushing Captain Marvel hard, so she's at yep. the front of it. And and I'm, I'm not a, I'm not against that. I think it's about fucking time that Marvel had a superhero uh, chick that just whooped ass. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, seeing in the trailer, seeing Mega Man fight Iron Man, that yeah. was kind of cool. Um, the, the, the thing that I love with the Marvel versus Capcom as well, like the the art style as well, allows for all kinds of characters and they don't look out of place because if you take like how Mega Man looks and try to put him against how Iron Man would look in the movies it would just look really fucking weird so like the the art style is perfect for it it allows like uh, everything to come together and not look weird it's almost it's maybe that's why I was thinking Infinity because I was thinking Disney Infinity because it kind of reminds me of how Iron Man looked in Disney Infinity yeah um but here let me uh let me make some money for these companies right now um what we really need, instead of a sixth uh, Marvel vs. Capcom game, is we really just need a villains game. Yeah. Because all these villains, they all want to take over the world. Don't you think it's kind of weird if there's, like, mm, conservative estimate, 21 different villains across the world all trying to take it over at any given moment? Yeah. A little competitive rivalry, wouldn't exactly. you say? You know, if, if Doctor Doom's trying to take over the world... And fucking Loki's got his own plans. Yeah. You know, the team-ups are rare. They're not so, going to team up. They never, they rarely do. And it, it's understandable because they want the power for themselves. Yeah. So 
why don't we just have a villain game where it's all villains, a, vi- a fighting game, so just just fighters, but all these villains just fighting each other, and the winner of the villain tournament gets to actually take over the world. Because they're like, come on, let's not all try and take over the world at once. Let's just beat the shit out of each other. Whoever's the mightiest will win, and then they take over the world. So all you do is play as the villains. Yeah. You've got all these villains. You've got Dr. Octopus in there. You know, you got... <coughs> Excuse me. Throw in some really shit balls too, like the rhino. <laughs> um, but you know, think about all like the toughest. Put in, put in Carnage. It's all the all the toughest uh, the bad guys from uh, Marvel Comics, and just have them fight. But the caveat is, once you have escaped the tournament, kind of like how Mortal Kombat, you climb the ladder yeah. against the different guys and stuff. Once you escape and you've beaten all the other villains. Then you actually get to fight three good guys as the bosses. Yeah, that makes sense. Like all, like it's like the opposite of all those other all the uh, video games. You always have to go up through, fight each other, and then you fight the the you know the mini boss, the mega boss, the surprise boss, whatever. Just save the top, save three guys at the end, so you're like getting all the all the way up there, and then you actually have to literally kill Captain America. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Like you get there, and you gotta you gotta defeat, you know, maybe the muscle, maybe you gotta defeat the Hulk. Spider-Man, Captain America, something like that. But actually make it so you are the villain the whole time. You can't play as the good guys. And you must defeat the good guys at the end. And then you've achieved world domination. Just call it fucking villains or something. Yeah, that's a... a, When they announce this later today, you're welcome again, world. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like... And, and, you know, they always come up with some reason to make... To to level up the power levels. You know, like... They're always like, all right, well, technically the Joker can fight Superman or Catwoman, you know, can fight Wonder Woman. So come up with whatever pitch you need to make it so that uh, the fucking shocker uh, (laughs) can take on Fing Fang Foom or something. But, yeah, just put in all the villains. Put in in the Juggernaut against Doctor Doom. Yeah. And uh, just the villains. And then the heroes are actually the quote-unquote villains at the end that you must defeat in order to beat the game. Yeah. Boom, like, uh, like that's exactly what we need because like even when they do try to like put like a sort of bad or evil spin on certain things uh, take um dc's infinite uh crisis for example mm-hmm. um where superman goes bad and uh just starts fucking people up and stuff the, the whole point is they still try to incorporate good elements into it like he's doing it for the good of the world and this is how he sees it you know, you know like marvel and dc both do it where even when they try to go bad, they still try to do it for like good reasons or good intentions and try yeah. and still slip that in. You know, there just needs to be one where it's just like, no, nope, fuck it. I just want to destroy the world. Yeah, man. Villain Fight Club. So you got yeah. Apocalypse squaring off against Red Skull. You know. Oh, that would be awesome. I, I would actually play as Red Skull. That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so just just plumb through all of Marvel, take all the the cool villains, put them in their own villain video game, and, and again again once you get all the way through, you've got to actually kill good guys to to beat the game. And so the good guys almost serve as the bad guys in this game. Yeah. Boom! <coughs> You're That's welcome. Awesome. Fifty million copies sold. Yep, that is awesome. I, I would definitely buy that. Print it. But yeah, so uh, speaking of video game news, um, that that actually uh, that trailer came from the PlayStation Experience. Which is has been running for the last couple of days, and uh, basically, it's basically like the uh, E3, but PlayStation right. only. So they have like a big uh, bunch of big developers come together, show off what they've been working on, give out some surprise trailers and stuff. And uh, there's been like a bunch of new stuff and a bunch of um, sort of remastered uh, games. Now, Crash Bandicoot, we did know was getting a sort of remaster. But they're calling it like a sort of remaster plus because it's going to have uh, some extra stuff in it. Uh, it's basically called the Crash Bandicoot. Um, oh god, I forget what it's called now. Ancient uh, Trilogy, mm-hmm. um, and it's basically going to be the first three games just remastered for the PS4. So I'm excited for that. But the thing is, though, it should the entire event should not have been called PlayStation Experience. They should have just renamed it Naughty Dog Experience. Because they ah. were literally the only developer. Like, there was some like great other trailers, you know, like the Marvel vs. Capcom. A couple of other great games like uh, Neo and, and stuff. But Uncharted, uh, what else? The Last of Us 2. 
mm-hmm. was announced with a great looking trailer. Uh, like I said, new Uncharted game was announced. Um, the Crash Bandicoot remake <laughs> was announced. You know, it was basically just those guys just rolled in and went, "Okay, developers, pay attention. This is how you do it." You know, and uh, there's been a lot of great stuff. But what's really interesting is um, a choice of games being remade for the PlayStation 4 coming up. One mm. of which was Parappa the Rapper. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so he's getting like a PlayStation 4 remake. Um, how exactly that's going to work, I'm not sure. Like, are they just going to completely do like a new art style or are they just going to... Because like when somebody says like HD version of Parappa the Rapper, <clears throat> it doesn't really mean anything to me because Parappa the Rapper's graphics were so fucking poor. Yeah. They were great. So I'm curious to see like what they're going to do with a lot of these um, these sort of remakes. There was a couple of other old games that came up. I can't remember what they are now, but um, I'd like to see a not safe for work Parappa version. That'd be so great. Where it, like battle raps the Wu Tang Clan. Oh my, that that would be actually. You know, you know what's um. Now that you mention that, you know it was a great game that came out years ago, and then we never saw like any follow up for it. Mm. Um, that that fighting game with all the rappers in it. Well, let's see. The Wu Tang Clan had their own fighting game, but the, you're right. I think there was another one with just yeah, all. I'm going to just have to Google it now because I can't remember. Oh yeah, Def Jam Fight for New York. Right, 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 right. Uh, and it was just all like uh, famous rappers just beating the shit out of each other. Um. Mm. So yeah, like I would like to see another version of that, and like, uh, and and I would buy it like. If it has like little John or little Wayne in it, just so I could beat the shit out of them. I just want him to say what every time you punch him. Yeah, or just like some fucking gargled blood choke sound of like that. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> now I can't emphasize enough just how mind blowing Crash Bandicoot was the first time we played it. Yeah, because the PlayStation compared to Nintendo and Sega was just crazy. Yeah. And just the Crash Bandicoot um, graphics, which probably look shitty now, were just so amazing. And when he was running towards and away from the screen. Yeah, that was cool. We're always just used to side scrollers. All of a sudden, he's running towards and away from the screen. It was nuts. Every time he did a little whirlwind, every time he ate an apple, every time he smashed a box... I was just blown away. Yeah, it was, and like it was one of those games too where it wasn't afraid to be silly and put like dumb jokes yeah. and stuff in there. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas too many like other games were trying to be serious, like trying to make it like more <clears throat> realistic. Whereas Crash Bandicoot was like, "Nah, we're just going to make this. It's going to be silly, and you're going to love it." Yeah, like people really need to give the PlayStation. It's 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 uh, accolades because holy shit! I mean, like the first tier of games that came out of it, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, yep, earth shattering dudes, yeah, like that was crazy when that came out. Yeah, it was. It's like they basically had like one game for every uh, genre that basically mm-hmm. just set the benchmark. You know, like even if you didn't like them, like FIFA, um, uh, Gran Turismo. Stuff like that, you know, th- there was always something in each category that was just like, holy shit, dudes, this is awesome. You know? I, w- I will say FIFA 97, the first PlayStation, and not FIFA, NHL 97. NHL 97. Was the fucking worst game of all time. The- like, they all hunched over pixelated guys with, like, <laughs> square faces with weird yeah. fucking faces painted on them. And, uh, that was... Thankfully, NHL 98 was one of the best ones ever. Yeah, we, we used to, but, like, uh, every, Jesus, maybe, like, once a week, we would always have a huge uh, tournament as well. Oh, and, yeah, uh, I remember play against, And you always played the same team every single time. You called it the working man's team, Chicago yeah. Blackhawks. <laughs> <laughs> every right. fucking week. Yeah. And it was funny. It was funny because we would do the we would do the world tournament, so you could have world teams and yeah. NHL teams. So you never knew who you're gonna like. If you went up against the Czech Republic, you were fucked because yeah. <laughs> you had Hashik and Net Yager at the point. I mean, it was just uh, Peter Bondra. It was crazy, but yeah. Uh, yeah. And it, it was it, I liked that tournament because the AI was so good that there was no guarantee we would win. Yeah, that is true. So, and then like there was even a couple of times where 
we all sort of went out and then we were like shit do we like continue watching it because the ai is playing or just fucking start again <laughs> we would yeah we would a tournament would take like seven hours yeah because we'd have all the round robin style plus the playoffs and in between everyone's just going upstairs and getting sandwiches and some brisk iced tea <laughs> it's not oh, your turn the good stuff those were the days yeah so but yeah so crash bandicoot yeah it was it was pretty awesome it's gonna, it's gonna be a lot of fun i can't wait what else you got because i'm almost ready to drop some star wars reviews uh, well actually you know what i'm ready for the star wars review yeah and then we can uh squeeze one or two things in a day and so let me hear all right your, let me hear your five second review of how awesome it is oh i can't give a five second review. <laughs> no all right here's the thing two of the most ex- no three of the most excited moments i've ever had in the movie theater was i saw return of the jedi as a little shit when it came on the theaters yep when i saw the phantom menace in the theaters granted i left that movie dazed and confused but when i was sitting there and the fucking crawl comes on and stuff and star wars just blasts through your face like i was actually teary-eyed. Yeah, I agree. No lie, I was teary-eyed because I was just like, didn't think it was ever going to happen. So excited, blah, blah blah. And then when the Force Awakens came out, because again, I did not think Star Wars had ever come back. Yeah, and especially, here it was in the movie. Especially Waited. considering how bad the prequels actually were. Yeah, it, it was. It was very touchy whether we would ever see Star Wars again. Yeah, because Lucas back then said that he'll be he'll get buried with the with yeah. the movies. He'll never release them and stuff. So those are like I mean, all three times I can't even tell you how fucking excited I was at the movies. Now, The Force Awakens when it came out, I was like, "Holy shit, this is amazing!" The only bad thing I could say was Princess Leia. Oh yeah, which you're really not. You should not be allowed to be called a princess anymore once you're 80 years old. Yeah. That is I mean, true. princesses are supposed to be like 20 and hot. Yeah. Sorry. So at, once you hit 30, you should really be called something else. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> um, so I want to go back and give a, a, a fair review. You know, now that the, the excitement is worn off and you can just actually look at it. First of all, do I like Star Wars Force Awakens? Of course I do. Of course I do. I can watch Star Wars Force Awakens a bunch of times. I love... I think that J.J. Abrams, the best job J.J. Abrams did was he created fantastic new characters. Yeah. Love Kylo Ren. I love Rey. I like Poe Dameron. I like Finn. Um, Like, those are four huge characters, and I like like all of them. I think he did a good job (coughs) casting them, coming up with the characters. They are cool. Um, I really liked the Star Wars universe again. Yeah, and it was cool just seeing ships, seeing blasters, seeing stormtroopers. Like everything looked great. You know, it wasn't like you know, it wasn't all this like fucking green screen and shit. Yeah. Or so I loved the action. There was a ton of action. It was just boom, 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 boom. It was great, and I will always appreciate Star Wars: Force Awakens for bringing us back. Yeah. However, I expect all future Star Wars movies to surpass it. Oh, it has to, because. As a movie, I mean, he uh, Abrams came out later and said, because I, I mean, one of the main criticisms is like, it's like beat for beat copies of New Hope. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, pretty much. To the point where like, shit, dude, like, like this is like some Star Wars fan fiction I wrote when I was 16 yeah. and didn't know how to come up with my own ideas. So <laughs> like, it just fucking copies every little thing. And and some of it copying I was okay with. Um, Starkiller base. AKA the Death Star. Yeah. I was like, come on. Yeah, I mean it's it's a really touchy subject in that because like although it is a pretty close copy to A New Hope, it's technically what the series needed to get started though. Yeah, but did it? I mean I I they had excitement, they had new characters, and God bless Han Solo. Oh, Han Solo was the MVP of the movie oh, and he was great. Like, everyone was worried, uh, bringing back old characters, is that yeah. going to suck? Like, Princess Leia is going to suck? Well, yes, she did she suck. But <laughs> Han Solo didn't miss a beat. Nope. And we were like, oh, man, he is so... And Chewbacca with him, like, it was the Han and Chewie show. I mean, yeah. the funny thing was the movie was great before Han and Chewie showed up with Ray and Finn. Yeah. But once Han and Chewie showed up, it was even better. So that was great. I just, I just feel like 
they didn't need to copy so much. Like the most interesting parts was trying to figure out what's the deal with Ray. Yeah. Uh, what's the deal with Kylo Ren? Um, like that was some cool shit. Having them uh, having a super laser and having them having to get underneath the shields and blow up the super laser. Like, come on, dudes. Like, uh, we need to do that kind of shit again. But um, again, it was a cool movie. I really liked it. But I just I expect every future Star Wars movie to be, be better because that one really did just copy a new hope. And I just felt like it didn't need to. It's like, dude, we all know Star Wars. And yeah, my son, who doesn't know shit about Star Wars, he is able to jump in no problem. You know, so we didn't need to have something that was like, oh, yes, this is Star Wars. I know this because they escape. The orphan escapes from the desert planet. Ah, I remember <laughs> this. And like and the shooting at him. He's oh, yes. And. Oh, and they have to free someone from an imperial jail cell. Ah, oh, yes. Oh, and there's a fucking cantina scene with some <laughs> music and some quick shots of the oh yes, this is you know, it's like it's like slinking into a hot tub. You know, it's hot, it's like ah yeah. it just says it hits your nuts. You're like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> there we go. Yes, just it's, like I always remembered it. It's funny because like um Oh, like whenever like a movie like this, especially one as big as Star Wars, comes out, you know when there's big flaws in it, everyone sort of knows it. They everyone can see it. But for me, they don't. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, like, I tend to like pick out like weird things and be like, I did not like it. And I'll give you a good example. When you mentioned when? the cantina, yeah. Um, what did you call the the, the the old little lady character thing? Oh, I can't mods. Yeah, Maz, Maz, yeah. And uh, one, she then, like, took off her glasses, and mm. she had, like, buttholes for eyes. <laughs> she did have buttholes yeah, for they, eyes. they were fucking buttholes for eyes. But, like, <laughs> the funny thing is, like, I was sitting there going, I was like, I don't particularly like this character. And the reason why is, like, because it was stupid. Like, yeah. the, the, in cartoons, you can do whatever you want and get away with it, because it's cartoons. But if you're trying to, like, build something like around actual humans or a sort of real life scenario style thing, you know, there are certain limitations you just can't pass. And like those fucking gargle glasses things she was wearing that turned her bottles into huge eyes, <laughs> that shit would actually be fucking dangerous. Like <laughs> you think about it, like when you burn ants with a magnifying glass, mm-hmm. like how does she look at lights and not have her eyes fried? Yeah. Right. You know, like th- those are the kind of things I would pick up and go, that's just stupid. That doesn't make sense to me, <laughs> you know. So yeah, it just. I mean, and it was just it was so like they had. I feel like they had to oversimplify so many things. Yeah, they're just like, hey, check this out. In five seconds, we're gonna wipe out the government, and and there was just no. It happened so quickly, and we didn't see anyone in the government or anything, so it just didn't feel like there was no impact. There was yeah, like, were oh, look, five planets got destroyed. I don't even really care because I don't know anything about it. Yeah. I guess they just took out the government, but we haven't given me a, a real reason to feel down about it. But we can't – oh, we're on to the next thing, so we can't even yeah. – and then they were just like, yo, you know how we found out where the rebels are? We just fucking followed them because we knew they would send a ship to check out the devastation, and we followed them back. Yeah. It's like easy peasy. You know, it's kind of like, what? That's yeah. how are you guys still alive? <laughs> like that is so fucking, you know, and it was so it was so simple, you know. Oh, we'll fucking we'll blow up the generator and the whole planet's going to go to shit. Got it. Yeah. You know, oh, we're all having a quick circle but and and, and then of course like, oh yeah, R2D2, he hasn't woke up in forever. Oh, they he he woke up cuz we really could use him right now yeah. to fill in this piece. It's like Fucking R2-D2. If you thought then he might have had a piece, everyone's like, R2-D2 might know where Luke is, but shh, he's sleeping. Yeah. Don't bother him. He's a fucking Fucking machine. (laughs) Yeah, pull his hard drive out and comb through it. You guys are willing to go to all these other planets and fight Kylo Ren to find Luke's map, but oh, R2's sleeping. We'll just (laughs) ask him when he wakes up. When is that going to be? I don't know. He just fucking put himself down after Luke left. He's a really touchy robot. Just don't even bother him. Yeah. We'll just wait. We'll wait till Grandpa wakes up. Are you serious? <laughs> put a fucking hat him into like 200 different pieces on my workshop table. Yeah. All right. What's the piece that he might have the map in? <laughs> it's like funny thing. When, like when you mentioned like um, about J.J. Abrams uh, bringing back or bringing in new characters that are really enjoyable. That was the one thing that I was curious about was how... 
how like th- there has to be a replacement for C3PO and R2D2, and that's why I was like, shit, how is he going to do that with a robot? Because it takes something special to get a robot likable. And I got to say that BB-8 was fucking awesome. A complete win. You're yeah. right. BB. I, I forgot to list him as one of the new characters. BB-8 was the fucking balls. Yeah, he was awesome. So the fact that he's managed to even create a robot that was enjoyable <laughs> was pretty well done. So good job. BB-8 was so good that C-3PO and R2-D2 can just take a walk off a fucking cliff. Actually, he can, R2 can just go to sleep forever now. Fucking yeah. useless piece of shit. Now, it was a little weird. I mean, again, semantics here. Yeah. I'm not really sure how some people were, are able to understand what BB-8 is saying. Like, Poe Dameron fucking talks to him like it's nothing. But maybe because he's seen him for a while. Ray somehow also knows exactly what he's saying. Kind of weird. Yeah. But, no, so, again, I, I've got a shit on it. But I'm still, and then I will come back and say everything I love, though. Because I give, I give The Force Awakens a 7 out of 10. Yeah. I get of it a 15 out of 10 the first day I saw it because I'm just so happy Star Wars <laughs> sure. is back. And I'll never get over that excitement that I felt sitting in the movie theater. But overall, it's a 7 out of 10. Um, the, you know, Princess Leia took me right out of the movie. Yeah. Slowed it the fuck down. No one cares anymore yeah. about your marriage. I mean, and again, I don't mean to be totally mad at Carrie Fisher. I mean, she hasn't acted in a while. And they didn't really give her much to do other yeah. than be like, it didn't work out between us. I have no idea why. Maybe but. that's uh, maybe that's why the Rebel forces were so shitty. Like they had a fucking chain. Like her brain cells must have been dead from all the smoking, and that's she just can't function and make a proper plan. So she she was probably the one issuing the orders. Oh, we just lost those planets. Uh, just fly out there and check it, and then come back. You know. I mean, so. I, I, I mean, it, I feel bad. Because you know, people are going to be like, you're just sexist. You didn't have a problem with Han Solo. No, because Han Solo was fucking Han Solo right there. Yeah, yeah he's, he was old as shit. But he slipped into the character of Han Solo. Yeah. Whereas, and again, Princess Light, they didn't give her much to do. So it's not really her fault in that respect. But it was just like, when she was there, it's like, why? I don't like, but yeah. I do like the fact that they didn't overload us with the big three. I like that Han, this was Han's movie, and next movie is Luke's movie. Yeah. Because if it was Han and Luke and Princess Leia, then they pushed the new guys out, and it's all about them. So yeah, I like that sure. he had Han in this one, got rid of him, well, Luke in the next one. So it's still, you have to rely on the, on the young guys. So I think that was a really good decision there. Yeah, I agree. But, I mean, and, 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 and the bad guys too, like Kylo Ren, fucking awesome. Every other bad guy, nope. Snopes, Snopes, and, uh, and General Hux. General Hux again. This is weird. I felt like he needed to be older, yeah. but uh, it's but, one of those things where it just seems to be that whenever you hear like um, a bad guy with like commander or general or something, you're just like, nah, whatever. Like, I really, I really wanted more of a demonstration of why Snopes is just so evil. Like he just kind of was like being pissy. Towards his underlings. Yeah, and it never really like, like that's what I'm really hoping for. Like the, Snoke's history and story and why he's so angry and where he came from. Like none of that. We got nothing at all from the movie. So that's why I'm kind of hoping that in the next movies we really get like huge developments from him and give some really good story for him. But so far, like I'm just I'm like I don't know. We'll see, because J.J. Abrams loves mysteries, but hates endings. Yeah. Like, he loves coming up with a mystery. I don't think he's there very good at coming up with the resolution, so <laughs> he may have screwed over the next guy. Yeah. But no, Snopes, I needed Snopes to be really, really evil, because Kylo Ren starts off really evil, and then he's conflicted and stuff. I need one guy that's straight evil. And you might, and you guys might be saying, well, dudes, they fucking murdered five planets. How much more evil do you get? Yeah, but that's Snopes didn't easy do it. To do. Yeah, but that's easy to do. Like, you're sitting on a big fucking spaceship. All you have to do is press a button and everything wipes out. You don't technically see it happen. That's easy, you know. Yeah, you could kill one person and make me feel worse about it than wiping out five planets. Yeah, and like, like, Han Solo. like Han Solo. Like Han Solo's moment. But I needed... I mean, like, to me, like... The, like the darkest moment is just that really quick flashback where you think the Jedi Temple has been massacred by the Knights. Yeah. And it's like, I, I wanted Snopes. I mean, he was there. First of all, I mean, he fucking looks like Gollum from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And not, not because of the same voice actor. It's just because it's the way his face kind of looked. Um, 
I just I wanted him to see him because there's got to be a reason why this guy is so fucking badass. And I just wanted to see him do something bad or just say something really bad. Yeah. But all I did was just kind of, like I said, he just kind of was pissy towards Hux and, and Kyle Ren. So I wanted him I wanted him to I wanted me to be like now it was like whoa who's this big fucking guy clearly he's the big bad guy but I wanted to be like holy shit this guy's really bad like yeah. what is he you know like well, I mean I'm maybe really, we'll get that in the next movie Well yeah, I mean but see and that and that's the reason why it's only 7 out of 10 because yeah. we said that a lot ah next movie next yeah. movie table dressing set the table you know and I felt like we just needed a little bit more and I, yeah. and I get it you know, he wanted to recreate the standalone. Oh, we're just we're interested in characters, but we just need this little reason to celebrate the end of this movie, and it worked. I liked it. I'm gonna go watch it uh, again before I go see Rogue One. But JJ, I appreciate you bringing everything back. I appreciate the new actors. I appreciate the graphics and everything. I appreciate that you've set the tone for the other ones. But I expect every Star Wars movie after this to be better than you. Yeah. And I'm excited. I'm excited to see. And again. He had to spend a whole movie introducing us to these new people, so I get it, while incorporating the old ones. So maybe I'm being too mean, and it was just it's way too hard for him to do anything else. But um, it was cool, man. I can't wait to see what Ray's going to do. And I do I don't like the mystery of Snopes, but I do like the mystery of Ray. Yeah, I agree. So. Yeah, it's um, it's actually not. I mean, a week, two weeks for Rogue One Live. See, for us in the States, it's oh, yeah. the 16th. Yes, yeah, so you have 12 days to go. Well, technically, it comes out earlier for us, but I won't actually see it until the 17th. So, But still, it's, it's so, so close. And yeah. uh, we're not the only ones excited about it because Disney World in Florida are actually transforming the Epcot ball into a Death Star. Nice. So they should. That just yeah. makes sense. Yeah, it, they, they showed like a mock image of it, and it looks pretty awesome. Mm. What they should do is turn the the spaceship Earth ride that's on the inside and make that just a, a tour of the Death Star. Oh yeah, because spaceship Earth we just went on it last year. It's just as shitty as I remember it as a kid. It's a great ride to fall asleep on when you're yeah. hot outside. <laughs> so they should just turn it into a Death Star. That'd yeah. be so so cool. Like you're just like all right, and here we are on the detention level, and you see like Luke and Han like shooting it out, and then you go down. Through like it's kind of like they cut off the one wall of a house, and you're yeah. looking through the house, and then you go down a little bit, and you see them fighting um, the garbage, fighting the garbage monster and stuff. It was super cool. Yeah, turn the whole thing into a Death Star. Yeah. Uh, speaking of it, like one of the last things that I actually have is about the Death Star. Um, do you know what the actual cost of building a real Death Star would be, and how long it would take to make it? I have no idea. Okay. So, <laughs> it would take to build 833,000 years to actually right. build one. And it would cost $852 quadrillion to actually build a real Death Star. Um, which huh. is a lot of money. But the thing is, though, they then decided that, okay, something that big, how much money would it actually take Mm-hmm. to power it and uh, they, some like I, I don't know some like physics the power people. of 1000 Wookiee farts I would say about 100 <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> but so some physics guys like sat down and they tried to work it out and uh, they came up with this estimate for a single day mm-hmm. it would cost 6 octillion dollars which is basically 30 trillion times more than all the money that's currently on Earth. <laughs> I've actually never heard of octrillion before. It's interesting. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot. Wow. So, um, yeah, 30. This, uh, I'm glad you said this because they're building, at the end of Revenge of the Sith, they're already building the Death Star. Yeah. And then everyone's like, well, why does it fucking take 19 years later in A New Hope before it's ready to go? Yeah. Well, there's your answer. Yeah. It took 20 years in Star Wars, and you just said it would take like a zillion years. 833,315 years if we were to try and build one. So, yeah. I build a dead. See, that seems like 20 years really far. Yeah. yeah, 20. Like, if you were to get, if, if you were to ask me how long it would take scientists right now to build a Death Star, I would say 20 years. I certainly wouldn't say 833,000. It's like, mm-hmm. it's not that big. It is pretty big. <laughs> no, it is pretty big, I guess, but. Also, there'd be a lot of safety and beta testing yeah. and 
got to put dogs and chimpanzees up there first. And hmm. yeah, that's um, true. Yeah. So you got anything else for us this week? Oh, I just want to brag a little bit. So All right, let's hear it. Oh man, I'm so smart sometimes. So I've been doing these uh, football picks, NFL football. Yeah. Every week, I'm in two leagues. One, I just pick the winner of each game. And then the other uh, league, I do the same thing, but we use a point spread. So it's like when the, the Patriots today are playing the Rams, and they have to win, the point spread's 13 and a half, which okay. means you give 13 yeah. and a half points to the Rams. So the Patriots must win by 14 in order for, if you pick the Patriots, to get the credit for it. I have now won my Pick'em League three times this year, and we, you win money every single week that you win. Yeah. So I've won the money three times in my Pick'em League, and then I won with the Point Spread League last week. I, got, I won 14-2 and two against the spread. Wow, that's pretty good. So, yeah, it's fucking pretty good. <laughs> I was like, God damn, I should have called a bookie and put some real money on this because I won like yeah. 20 bucks. And I was like, 14-2, and two, dude? I would have been swimming in cash, yeah, Scrooge McDuck style. 14-2 <laughs> <laughs> against the Point Spread? Nobody goes 14-2 against the Point Spread. It's... I was like, um... It's funny because, like, uh, like, what people need to understand about us is that I remember, like, um, one thing that you guys love to do, and I would always, like, test you on this as well, that I, I spent some time, like, living with you in Virginia, and every time we would go to the grocery store, we would just start, like, throwing shit into the, the, the what, do you, what do you guys even call it, the trolley? Shop, shopping, shopping cart. cart. Shopping cart, yeah. And you just, like, throw it all in the shopping cart, and when we would get to the, the cashier, the checkout, <laughs> like, I would yeah. say... How much, Eric? Yeah. And you would just go right off the top of your head, like $55.12, you know. And then we would put it all on the conveyor belt. And by the end of it, then it would come up like $56 and something, you know. Like oh, yeah. You, you always like within like a dollar or two, you know. So that genuinely I, doesn't surprise me that you're good at that. I can still do that. Even like I'll go shopping with my wife sometimes and I'll whine the whole time because I don't <laughs> like it. But um, at the end, I can get it within a dollar almost yeah. every single time. Like even the grocery, the the checkout clerk is like, "Oh my god, <laughs> I just can't believe it." Yeah, I like I I should have gone on like a fucking prices right show, yeah. man. Oh, for sure, you would crush that for sure. Yeah, but yeah, fourteen and two. If I'd put real, so I won twenty bucks, which to me is awesome. Yeah. But if I'd put real money on that, oh yeah, that that'd be crazy. I, I probably wouldn't even be doing this podcast, except to just be like, money, money, money. Actually, you, you would be you would be doing this full time for shits and giggles. That's right. You're right. I have my own <laughs> podcast network. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so anyways, of course, now that I've bragged about, so I won both my leagues last week. So, of course, now that I've bragged about it, I'm going to go like one in 15 probably. this week because <laughs> that's just the way karma works. But I just, I figured I'm going to get crushed this week anyways but i wanted to brag about it first yeah. i am the fucking football pick master awesome. and in both leagues because at the end so you win like 20 bucks a week every time you win but at the end of the year we accumulate to see who got the most picks correct over the whole season and they win a bonus pot yeah so in my one league i'm tied for first and in the other league i'm in second for the nice. bonus pot so let's just keep moving awesome yeah because there's not that uh, there's not very many games left is it like regular season only or yeah, regular yeah. season. So well, then we then we have a we have a special playoff survivor yeah. pool too after this, which you are welcome to join if you want. I I most definitely will. I will take your money. Yeah, but uh, um, yeah. So let's see. We got seventeen weeks, and right now we we're are at 11, on twelve. We had eleven. Yeah, yeah we're so on twelve. Yeah, we got like six more weeks to go. Yeah. So awesome. Let's fucking do it. Yeah. Well, um, I'm gonna finish this podcast off on a bad note. <laughs> All right. And it's called Tom Cruise's The Mummy. Oh, I saw that little teaser thing. I you totally see, forgot about that. Oh, my God. It, like, what the fuck happened? Is it just me, or does The Mummy look worse now than it did, like, 20 years ago? It was like some weird chick with, like, four eyeballs inside of her eyeballs or something? Yeah, it was, it, basically, it was kind of like the Enchantress from Suicide Squad. Oh, just God, a little different. Sucked. Yeah. It, that's what it is to me. So, it's... Fuck you, Tom Cruise. <laughs> because <laughs> i was actually excited about this movie because I, I enjoyed the the previous mummies um, you know it's so funny the the previous mummy, mummy movies with brendan fraser were so cheesy perfect yeah exactly they were so fucking stupid that i loved them yeah but now they're trying to like make it serious and because let's be honest tom cruise ain't going to be funny we both know that yeah um so yeah like and, and when i seen like the the picture and then the trailer i was like how how did this happen 
Like, why does it look worse now than it did 20 years ago when the technology is better nowadays? It's just so stupid. We, we used to play this game in college. We used to call it The Mummy, where, <laughs> where we'd all be in our dorm room. And then one person would close the door and turn off the lights and just go, Emotet! <laughs> we just start beating the shit out of each other in the dark. <laughs> it, was like, it didn't matter who was in there. Guys, girls, whatever, whoever it was. <laughs> you could see someone creeping close the door. And this one girl's like, don't you fucking Emotet! Turns out the light, Emotet! Oh, oh shit! Run! People are running into lamps, into walls and stuff. Some people are punching, some people are tickling. Oh, man. <laughs> it did it was like... I, we were fucking putting each other in the Lex Luger racks. Like <laughs> the, the best part about it was, someone eventually would crawl, scrape their way, and turn the light back on, and everyone would freeze, and they'd be in the fucking weirdest positions. Yeah. Someone's doing like the someone's frozen in midair doing the Ray Mysterio six one nine. And it just amused the shit out of us because half of us loved playing. We just called it the Mummy or Imhotep, but half yeah. of us loved it and the other half of us hated it. Yeah. So it always made, someone's like, I swear to fucking God, if you Imhotep it, I'm going to beat the <laughs> shit out of whoever gets close to me. You know, it's great. Like here in Finland, like during Christmas time, like it's like there's only like maybe four hours of daylight. So it's like uh-huh. dark all the time. So you could like just start doing that in random streets and stuff too. <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious. It would always be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, my friend Sweaty would usually be the one who, who like would creep towards the door, but it was so so funny. Oh, I just see it like you see it and you don't tell anyone else, right? You see him going to the yeah. door, like, all right, cool. And you just like slowly put down your video game controller, <laughs> or, you know, like you know, kind of turn your chair sideways. Yeah. And you're like, here it fucking comes. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> oh man. If if only the movie would be that good, that would be the shit. But sadly it appears it's not going to be. My friends and I always talk about because, like, we our our college days were just before the days of like cell phone cameras. Yeah. So, um, we we've always said like, oh man, if we had cell phone cameras and videos back in the day, our shit we'd have so much shit that would gone would have gone viral. Oh yeah, and, sure. And we're like, damn it. And then at the other time, we're like, that's eh, probably a good thing. Yeah. So we probably would not be hireable at any jobs or anything <laughs> like that. So yeah. it's kind of a, a yeah. Back we always we'd always say like we would be so fucking viral on Tosh and stuff oh, yeah. like that, and we probably wouldn't have our, our lives. So that is true. But thankful, thankfully, we do. So. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's uh, all I got for this week. Yeah, man, I'm good. Good, nice. Well, I guess that is it, guys. Uh, once again, thank you for joining us on the podcast. We are Thunderdumps, and you can find us at thunderdumps.com. You can find us on the official podcast section on iOS, on Stitcher for Android, and don't forget to check out our social medias, Facebook and Twitter's at the Thunderdumps, and hit us up with some good, juicy stories. Yeah. So we will catch you guys in the next episode. See you next week. Peace.